Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. We're back, man. Episode 288. Yes, sir. Let's get right into it. All right. The new McChicken. All right. I, I don't get too excited yet. Okay. Let me let me say what I'm about to say before you guys get all juiced up over this new grand chicken sandwich <laughs> from mm-hmm. McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um, let me read the little deal about it here. All right. McDonald's tests new grand McChicken. Uh, testing the McChicken with a larger, wider chicken patty called the Grand McChicken in several markets, including Reno, Nevada, uh, as well as in the Bakersfield, Chico, Fresno, and Sacramento areas of California. So, Bakersfield, we're a part of that market. Yeah. Apparently, we're so fat, they're like, hey, fuck it, they'll eat it. <laughs> but we 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 definitely um, are a place, we're like a hub to, mm-hmm. to I, I don't know if it's the, the diversity here or what, but we definitely get a lot of the early you know, test foods. The and, Doritos Locos yeah. Tacos here yeah. first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they figure like, hey, those fuckers will eat it. Yeah. 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 But yeah, beyond the larger pa- breaded patty, the grandma chicken appears to include the same shredded lettuce, mayo, and toasted plain bun as a regular McChicken. As one location in Reno, the Grand McChicken is priced at four sixty nine. That is too fucking expensive. While a regular McChicken is three thirty nine. That is still too expensive. Yeah. This is not a three dollar sandwich. And you guys would call me cheap, but goddamn. All right, uh, and a, McC- a crispy McChicken sandwich, which comes with a chicken fillet rather than uh, a chicken patty, four eighty nine. The Grand McChicken takes a similar tack as a Grand a Grand Mac, which was a larger, wider version of a Big Mac. Although the Grand Mac also came with a wider bun. Yeah, the Grand Mac. I ain't never. I don't remember that. I remember I'm the big. Right. I remember the big and tasty back in the day. I remember the big and tasty. Yeah, I remember uh, my my teacher back in the day, Roger Stillman. Shout out to Roger Stillman. Yeah. Um, drafting teacher yeah yeah the are uh, the uh, the yeah, architectural drafting mm-hmm. but uh he said he came back from lunch he's like i had the big and tasty from McDonald's. mcdonald's it was more like small and nasty <laughs> 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 but yeah this is what they do man it, it's they just sold us an iphone fucking 15 this is a mcchicken 15 that's all the fuck it is mm-hmm. it's the same product they're just justifying the the price hike for a new item Mm-hmm. Like McDonald's is wild, yo. Like when you think about what they used to do, and then recently they were selling fifty cent burgers online, uh, but you had to have the app, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the fucked up part. I remember back in two thousand or two thousand and one when I was in high school, they had um, uh, thirty nine cent like cheeseburgers that were like on Thursday, and then like on Tuesday they had twenty nine cent like regular hamburgers, mm-hmm. and you and it was unlimited. You get as many as you wanted, mm-hmm. but now. McDonald's selling 50 cent burgers, but you're limited to one. That's trash. Think about how selfish you gotta be. Like yeah. what what happened so what happened so different between 2001 and 2023 to where you only could give away one burger? It's just greed. Yeah. That, that's all it's it's just corporate greed. And these dick suckers are charging you five dollars for one goddamn McChicken. I will say that it's it's a little deeper than just greed. There's a in order to because this happened here locally. So, you know, the, the prices have to go up. And for me personally, I'm not blaming anybody just because I understand. But McDonald's, they make a lot of money. But also they're a business. So they're, they're you know, primarily concerned as a CEO and these upper uh, executives. They're they're primarily concerned of, uh, with how they're going to sell more more burgers and how to keep their bottom line as, as low as possible. Um, but... I say that to say that there was a, a business here locally, a a real a real business. Um, shout out to Justin Cummings. He uh, he was 
um, <coughs> what they used to do is they used to sell the um, they used to sell um, if you buy like four bowls you'd get like a point system or a reward system where mm -hmm. after the fourth bowl, you'll get like a free small one or something like that, or you'll get a discounted price on mm -hmm. the the uh, the large or the medium. Mm -hmm. But last week he discontinued it um, because he was, and then I asked him about it later and he was saying that, you know, it just wasn't really making sense for us. We were losing so much money. Um, you know, trying to keep this promotion going. So we just had to discontinue it because basically you're getting, you know, you're getting an entirely free bowl and people are buying those things, you know, pretty mm -hmm. fast. And, you know, we, he was just saying like, it just didn't make sense financially for us to do it and we're losing a lot of money. So that, mm. that happens, you know, on this level, but, you know, it's magnified, you know, on, on that, on the McDonald's yeah, but level at, as well. At a corporate level, it's a little different with these major companies because, there's a company, there's a guy that's really popular right now on Strike on TikTok. I can't remember the, the company, but the the overall, the company, all this, like the CEOs and upper management, they got 40% raises mm -hmm. over like a like four or five year span. Mm -hmm. And they literally got 4% raises over the same amount of time. Yeah. Right. So you got to understand that there is a, a element of greed to this shit. Yeah. And yes, they have a business to run and, and whatnot, but- these motherfuckers, okay, there was some public, like, uh, some government officials. I think it was, at, like, at a local level. And they give they gave themselves, like, they wanted to get rid of school lunches. It was, I forgot where it was. It might have been in Florida or, I can't remember where it was. They wanted to get rid of school lunches, but the same local, like, government officials gave themselves a lunch stipend. Mm -hmm. They was getting their lunch paid for, but they wanted to get rid of fucking school lunches. Mm-hmm. So these are the motherfuckers you're dealing with at a corporate level. Yeah. Like these they you're dealing with the Brett Favre's at some point. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They taking this McChicken money and they building a rocket somewhere. Mm -hmm. They about to go in the out. They finna make so much money off these McChickens, man. Mm -hmm. This is about to be like the crack epidemic in 19, 1985, bro. <laughs> the chicken make the chip you you thought the crack epidemic was bad? The, yeah. This this McChicken this McChicken epidemic is about to be crazy. It's just too expensive, though. It's gonna be, I, I think for it's me, gonna be people sucking dick over these McChickens, man. <laughs> I think for me, like, um, I understand the business side of it, so I'm not, I'm not concerned about the prices, like, mm -hmm. blaming or pointing the finger at anybody. But I'm just concerned about the prices as, as far as a culture. Mm -hmm. Like, McDonald's used to be the place where, like, if you ain't have enough. Like, if you ain't have a lot of money. That's what I'm saying. McDonald's is a place where, like, when I was in the sixth grade, yes. my friend's mom busts down with, like, $15. And then that's when I discovered the the McDouble with the Mac sauce on yes. it. Yes. Um, Keith got we strung out on that shit. <laughs> but we could go there, get a McDouble for a dollar, um, yes. put the Mac sauce on it for 50 cents. Yes. And you got, like, you know, a handful of burgers for, you know, less than $10. So yes. It's, but now McDonald's is a real decision. Like you really mm -hmm. gotta make a like a, a real life decision. Like, yo, am I going to, you know, spend fifteen dollars on yeah. you know feeding myself and Insane. whatever? Yeah, it's just it just doesn't it doesn't really have the same uh, appeal to it. So I think that you know I don't know if if I was McDonald's, I would figure out a way to just keep the prices. It's just like like the Arizona tea. I don't know how the Arizona tea is still just a dollar or ninety nine cents because they reduced the fluid. They reduced the fluid ounces. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I think if McDonald's did somewhere they 
I don't know, made the patty thinner or, you know, made use a, a thinner slice of cheese or whatever the case may be, like, then, you know, it would make sense. But I think that them raising the prices, it just changes the culture of, you know, if you're going to spend four sixty nine on a, a sandwich, you might as well go to a place that has like a higher quality, mm-hmm. you know, sandwich than McDonald's. Arizona, Arizona iced tea or the fruit drinks. They have remained that price because they were they removed two ounces, so they were twenty four ounces, twenty four ounce cans. Now they're twenty two ounces. Yeah. So uh, I seen some of those last night. I was a little enticed to get them, but I mean, they're just so much sugar in them. It's kind of like, nah, man, we can't do that. But mm-hmm. th- they're fucking good. I had yeah. a, the watermelon one. Oh my god! Probably, I, probably about eight months ago, I just said, fuck it. I got like the watermelon one. Yeah. I think I had a watermelon or a grape, one of them. No, I had the fruit punch. Oh, my God. Fire. That the, fruit punch, I could just feel all the sugar. It was so slimy, but it was, yeah. it was good. Well, me and my uh, girl, we went on a road trip, mm-hmm. and it was uh, we bought the the um, Arnold Palmer, the, oh. the, the half lemonade, half tea, mm-hmm. and it was actually the light versions. Um, I don't even know if they sell regular versions, but it was like the, the uh, Arnold Palmer light or whatever, okay. like less sugar mm-hmm. and uh, fire. Wow. It was fire. I don't even know how to explain it, but it was just like the perfect blend of like sweetness and, and tea. It was fire. Yeah. And then yeah, you just, you, now you're just slurping down. And then you read the chemicals and you're like, man, it was a perfectly blended chemical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you much. turn around and they say 1% juice. So <laughs> if it's only 1% juice, what's 99% of everything else? Yeah, I don't know. The fuck am I drinking? Chemicals. You'd be like, it'll be like Exomazyme 775. Yeah. Russian slime four five seven. You'd be like, damn. Yeah. It's I'm- crazy. They have these um have you ever seen like those commercials where they're like uh testing out the new flavor for um like a cheese it or something like that? And <clears throat> instead of coming in like uh like something that a a chef would wear, like uh-huh. a apron or something like that, uh-huh. they're coming in like lab coats. Exactly. So that's how you know we just right. eating chemicals. Something <laughs> right. It's like, don't stand too close to it. <laughs> they, we get, nigga, we drinking anthrax. This is yeah. straight, yeah, this is straight chemical warfare right here. Man. Yeah, yeah. man, I went to sleep and the whole room glowed green. I'm like, yeah. nigga, I'm radioactive in this bitch. <laughs> I'm not drinking that, uh, <laughs> I ain't <laughs> drinking that Arnold Palmer no more. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, hey, uh, I I think about we're one of the last generations, me and you, Keith, to ever experience a 99 cent menu and how epic it felt to do that at multiple places. Yeah, it was a couple of different places. Taco Bell had a fire. They still got some shit for cheap now, but they had a fire 99 cent menu back in the day. Jack in the Box had a fire 99 cent menu. McDonald's probably might have had the best. Yeah. Um, Wendy's had a yeah, 99 McDonald's, they, I don't know if they invented it, but they did it the best for sure. Oh, man. The dollar menu, it was it was a thing. And it was a thing so much to where Make a build if a you meal. went, yeah, but if you went to Burger King or if you went anywhere else and you ain't had no bread, the first thing you would look at is like, where y'all dollar menu at? And you would look across mm-hmm. the thing and see. And McDonald's, I mean, Burger King had their own little value menu. You get the little mm-hmm. rodeo burger for like one twenty nine. Yeah. You get some uh, un- uh, some uh, mm-hmm. onion rings and fries and stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's different now, man. Yeah, it is. It's different, dude. It, uh, <laughs> that's an understatement. Mm-hmm. But like back then, you could get a cheeseburger, right? And I think that shit. I think just a cheeseburger, not a double. 
I think a cheeseburger was it like was less than a dollar. Yes, yeah, I think yeah. it's like eighty five cents, bro. Yeah, I th- I did. I'm and then, thinking and like eighty nine. Yeah, what popped in my head, but yeah, yeah, like eighty nine cents. So yeah. it was like that was like eighty nine cent, and then they had a fry that was literally a dollar. They had a dollar fry back then. Yeah. So if you bought a dollar fry and you bought three burgers, let's say you got two McChickens and and that, you had a whole meal for a couple bucks. You know what's funny about our parents, though? This is how you know you grew up in poverty. You ever had your parents tell you, like, we ain't got McDonald's money right now. We going home to eat, right? Mm -hmm. Man, I went back and looked at the menu from the 90s. I'm like, y'all was just broke. (laughs) Ha! Nigga, they had meals for (laughs) $2.79. They had meals for $3.29. Yeah. Y'all didn't have three twenty nine, bro. But that was a good decision, though. Like three twenty nine is back in the day. It wasn't that much money, but at the same time, like they thinking, they thinking forward, and that's the advice that nah, a lot of hell no. Nah. That's the advice that a lot of people should take now, because a yeah. lot of people eat out way too much. But don't blame, don't blame and say we don't got McDonald's money, y'all. We just live in poverty. We just poor. That you you would have appreciated that answer better. Like, Eddie, I know you want a Happy Meal. I would have not comprehended it, but I still would have been like, fuck, mom, dad. <laughs> Come on, dad, man. But it's, it's, more, it's more than just the McDonald's money. It's like rent, PG&E, oh, yeah. all this other stuff. I think about the price of shit back then, and it was wild, bro. Like, the, the amount of money people paid for rent and everything was just low across the board. Yeah. Like, it was people, bro, this is how you know the economy and the, and the rate of pay versus the cost of things is way out of whack it it ain't got nothing to do with people like well nobody's ambitious anymore nobody wants to work yeah bruh there was a there was a woman that was on tiktok she said when i was 19 i had a job at taco bell then i got my own apartment and i paid my car payment she literally paid for an apartment and a car payment working at taco bell bro in the 90s it's like 91 yeah so it's like, dude. Yeah, like, you could do that back in the day. Not now, man. Yeah. Not, not now. You got to make some money. You got to yeah. make it. You got to make substantial amount of money. Yeah. To stay ahead of you know the way the market is, bro. Yeah, everything is just extremely expensive, man. And, and it's not like it would be different if it was just one or two things. Like if it was just the rent was going up, but it's across the board. And like we talked about, everything from food to clothes to your know, insurance to the cost of, uh, you know, the only thing that's still low-key cheap, and I think that that's going to change and it's already starting to change, is like streaming services. You Hell can still, no. They're, they're relatively cheap. Like if you, if you, for example, if you want to stream music on Tidal, it's nine ninety nine every month. That's not, that's not that expensive. If you want to, uh, if you, if you go, if you want to get Hulu, they had a deal like, Last year, were you only paying like two dollars a month, something like that? That's like dirt cheap, but it hasn't caught. It hasn't really caught up with the times yet. So I think in, I think in three or four years, I don't know how much Netflix is, but I $15. think dollars. Nef- yeah, Netflix is gonna be like thirty dollars. It's gonna start to trickle back up to where the the reason we left regular cable is because it was like eighty dollars a month. But I think. Once people start to, um, once the advertisements and everything start to catch up and the inflation start to catch up with the streaming service, because I think they're losing money right now and um, they're okay with that because they're building their, they're building their subscription base. But I think once they capture everybody and get everybody reeled in and then it's enough content not for, peop- for people not to get bored or tired of watching stuff, 
then they're going to start upping in prices. Subscription services are not cheap because you don't buy one, you got multiple. So it all adds up. Independently, yeah. you might pay $2.99, but you got four of the apps is $2.99. Then you got this one, that one, and that one. But we don't, we, as humans, we don't have one streaming service. So yeah. that's why you got to go to Rocket Money and delete some of these motherfuckers because you yeah. don't need them all. You don't. I mean, we, no one watches all that stuff anyways. But I, I think that, but the thing about it is Netflix doesn't care how much you're paying for Disney Plus. 100%. They're their own entity. So they're going to charge whatever they want to charge. And their price is going to be, uh, they, they're, they're, the, they're at the forefront because they're the highest one. So wherever they go or wherever they stop is where everybody else is going to keep They going. justify it by their content, though. Mm-hmm. They basically state like, hey, we're bringing new this, we're bringing new that. I remember when I was paying, I was literally, I was paying, the lowest I remember paying for Netflix was like six ninety nine. Yeah. That was years ago. Then it went to eight ninety nine. Yeah. Then it went to like eleven ninety nine. I was like, hold up. The thing with Netflix though is that they don't have anything else. Like, mm. you know what a loss leader is? No. A loss leader is like, um, and I don't know this to be a fact, but a loss leader, for example, for, for McDonald's might be their drinks. You know, it's ninety nine oh, cents. Okay. It's something basically it's a cheap thing that they can practically give away for for uh, little to no profit, like Costco. Um, well, I don't, I don't know about that. But basically, what McDonald's is doing is they're reeling you in with this dollar drink, and they can mm-hmm. lose money on it because they know you're not going to buy just a drink. They know you're going to mm-hmm. buy a hamburger and everything else that goes with it. Um, so, for example, uh, with Apple TV or, or Disney Plus, they can essentially make content and and lose money. You know, have this like semi loss leader. Because um, they know that they make so much money on these freaking phones and these laptops and and uh, all this the the apps and stuff that they that they sell, you know, along with everything. And then you know, once they got the the subscriber base up, then they can kind of start to you know develop it to where it can make money. I said Costco because that hot dog they haven't changed the price and it's oh yeah money. yeah 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 so Sam's Club too they still got the same yeah it's something eight, they use to. It's something to use the real customers in and keep them there. But uh, I think the, the the CEO or whoever it was, he was like, leave the fucking hot dogs alone. We're not changing the price. Yeah, you could up the price of everything else in the store. Them some big hot dogs, too. Them glizzies. Them some big glizzies there. Mm-hmm. It could double as a sex toy if you really want to use it. Glizzy Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm independent. <laughs> Nuh-uh. <laughs> Man, these allergies is killing me. Um... That and what was I going to say? Uh, oh, if Netflix price keep going up, they're going to have to start showing porn. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Yeah. If they Netflix, keep, they plan. They, they should. It's, it would be too hard to keep it away from children. So I don't ever see them doing that. But if they really wanted to take it to the next level, at least do the HBO version of it where Man. it's like. You know how they had the soft porn on HBO, like after yep. a certain time, real they sex can and all do that? something like that. Yeah, they need to have fuck flicks. Hey, fuck flicks, twenty twenty four. Let's, let's, I, let's nah. do some Netflix. Come on, man. I think that I don't know. I feel like it'd be. I feel like it'd be million dollar ideas. What I realized one is that business is all about execution. So we can have our ideas all day long, but they really don't matter. Mm-hmm. The execution is the 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 hard part. But if Netflix really were to like get into that space, the adult content space 
And then they just kind of like, because, you know, um, like you said, like uh, like those type of names that kind of sound or they sound like parodies of Netflix or whatever, Netflix or whatever. Um, if they really wanted to uh, get in that space, they can do it low key under another umbrella, like a mm. different a different LLC. Something they own, but yeah. they indirectly own. Yeah, they just pay, you know, whatever. You but, know. but flicks. Yeah, exactly. They just pay the guy. They pay the CFO of uh, a Pornhub to go and run it, you know. Run That'd be crazy. And it's got the same, like, genres, but it's, like, different, like, yeah. Black Black Lives Matter. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they start adding, during the, after George Floyd died, a lot of people's companies got real weird. Uh-huh. They start pandering so hard. They came out with a whole Black Lives Matter section on fucking Netflix. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. They had Black Lives Matter, then it had, like, the LGBT one, and then it had, uh, yeah. like, some other stuff. And I'm like... Like, I'm not. Like, look here. I'm just here to watch movies, man. Yeah. I'm yeah. just here to watch movies. I'm just, yeah. yeah, but like I said, though, I'm dead serious. If you keep raising the price, you need to just start putting some porn on there. Yeah. Start giving people an incentive. How would they keep it? How would they keep the kids out of there? I mean, it's not hard, bro. The same way uh, when you go to the porn sites. Are you 18? You ask them, huh? Yep. Are you 18? Yeah. I remember when I was fucking 15, 16 looking at it. I'm like, yep, I'm 18. You know what would be crazy? <coughs> you probably have to put the, you know how like they have the thing on there, like are you still watching? Like after it may be after like an hour of, you know, watching the TV or maybe like two or three hours after watching the TV show and you ain't press pause or nothing. They ask you, are you still watching it? Mm-hmm. You would have to do that way sooner on the porn. Cause you know niggas be busting hecka fast nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like three minutes in. Are you still watching? Oh man, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think you could have a streaming service, but first of all, though, I don't really think you really should be paying for porn. It's free, man. Mm-hmm. It's too much free content out in the world. Yeah, it's all stolen though. Yeah, it's all stolen. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. Yeah, you know, every now and then you got to get some enjo- entertainment somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Right. All right. Well, enough of that. Okay. We 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 dove off from the McChicken on the streaming services. It was all a connected conversation, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Switching gears. Uh, rapper Tory Lanez housed at North Kern State Prison in Delano. Uh, this is a hilarious story because you know maybe what thirty some miles away you yeah. got Delano, California. That's a hop, skip, and a jump. And that's where Tory Lanez is at right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, Tory Lanez is getting jumped by Loma Bakers. <laughs> like, hey, fool, you be making homes? <laughs> like, hey, homie, hey, I'm the shot caller from Loma, homie. You want to talk to me, homie? What's up, fool? <laughs> he like, hey, look, man, look, I didn't mean it. He's like, nah, my girl likes Megan, dog, and you hit Megan, fool? So now I gotta, we got to hurt you, homie? Nah, I'd be like this. What's up, fool? You pretty tall, but I'll still beat your ass, fool. Nah, nigga, they ain't saying that. That nigga Tory, Tory is Lane. like five. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that nigga Tory Lane's taller than all the little Mexican homies in the, in the prison. Yeah, Tory about to get his ass whooped. <laughs> Man, either hey, no. Here's a, here's the funny one. He either gonna get jumped or he gonna turn into like a Sereno or something. <laughs> no, he not. <laughs> <laughs> that should be crazy. All of a sudden. Tory Lanez rapping like, yeah, Sereno's. <laughs> like, how the fuck is he? What's going on? Send this guy back to Canada. Get him out of here. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Tory seemed like the type of dude to put in work, though. Yeah, he will, yeah I think he'll fight somebody. He'll, he'll, he'll get beat up, but he the same dude that, like, he'll have, like, a little shank. He'll have a pull a shank out his butt and stab somebody with Dang. it. Yeah. What Dang. a way to go to prison, though. You 
Like, that's like the most cowardice thing. I wonder how people are like, I don't know what his uh, his stay will look like, but I wonder what people think in the prison. Because, you know, obviously they don't they don't appreciate like uh, Woman domestic violence and stuff violence. like Yeah. So I wonder what 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 the general population thinks of him walking through the walking through the corridors. I can see I can see um, Tory Lanez sleeping and actually having a moment of peace in Delano, uh, Delano County Prison. And he's mm-hmm. laying on that little mattress there. It's about twelve forty five a.m. Mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, homie, hey, hey, it's Creeper, dog." <laughs> We heard about what you did to Megan, fool. <laughs> you better watch your ass, motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, hey, hey, man, I'm just trying to sleep. He's like, sleep good, sleep tight, homeboy. <laughs> 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 you know you fucked, man. Once yeah. you once you go in there, bro, you ain't none of that ain't that music shit don't matter no more. Yeah, not at all. Not at all, bro. But it, it might be, who knows? Who knows what it's like? Because I know, like, um, when uh when Tupac was in there, I don't know. Well, I don't know what his stay was like, but it didn't seem like it's still Tupac, even yeah. though he went to prison for uh, sexual assault. Like you know, it's still Tupac walking through there. So I could see Tupac like rapping loud at night, and mm-hmm. then everybody was like, "I bet you some of the inmates that was in there at the time they got hella stories about Tupac." Oh yeah, for sure. You know, Tupac is in there like rapping like out loud because he made a bunch of music. Mm-hmm. Like so many eyes full of misery <laughs> up in this penitentiary trying <laughs> to live my life. <laughs> I'm drinking Sprite every day because they ain't got no water. It's contaminated. I'm trying to live. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I ain't said, no woman in this prison. I gotta jack off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! Oh man! So much Hennessy inside of me. I gotta pee. Urination, Raider Nation. Oh man! Tupac is so crazy. Oh man! Some of the stuff uh, Tupac was said, like. You listen to it now, and you're like, what? Yeah. He had one song, he's like, mama told me never stop until I bust a nut. Told yeah. Fuck the world if I can't just. Yeah. And then your me. Your mom didn't tell you that. Me, Yeah, your mom didn't tell you that. Me and Desmond caught that lyric. We was like, what did he do? <laughs> <laughs> There's certain shit that rappers say, mm-hmm. it'll be wrong, but then people just repeat it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, the, a, a comedian pointed out what Offset said. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, some, some. Oh, about the speed of the yeah. car. I yeah. go to a mile a minute. He's like, you just go in the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. you said I go three miles a minute, then it makes yeah. it more, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Nelly was like, I'm a sucker for cornrows and manicured toes. Yeah. It's called a pedicure, a nigga, pedicure. not a manicure. Yeah. Pedicure is a feet. Pac also said, now I got that thug life tatted on my chest. And, and it was on, on the stomach. stomach. <laughs> 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 These rappers just be saying anything, man. They say anything that rhyme. Yeah, it'd be anything. Yeah. He was <laughs> like, man, I wonder if, I probably was some. But I think the one of the biggest lies was like um, when Lil Wayne be like, I got shot and you could see the proof. But like he would say for years and years and years, he was describing him being shot, shot as if somebody else shot him. Right, right. And then you realize he shot himself. He shot himself in the chest. I'm mm. like, come on, bro. He's like, I almost didn't make it to the hospital. 
Yeah. He it, it's it's it was like a weird flex that he got shot. And at that time, we had a very toxic rap culture that yeah. like like almost championed getting shot. Yeah. Like Fifty Cent, how many times did he get shot? Like nine, nine? times. Yeah. Yeah. What goes around comes around. I got shot nine times. Some you know he got shot yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just think the way Lil Wayne, he, like just how he was telling that story, and he kind of twisted it like to for a reason too. Yeah. Like he initially he didn't come out and say it that he shot himself. No. Yeah. There was a cop that saved his life too. Yeah. The cop that saved his life. Um. Uh. Basically, after you know, he, he kept tabs on that guy. Mm-hmm. And the dude is a retired cop now, mm-hmm. and he told him he said, "I just let me know if you need anything. I just, you know, I just want to help you, right?" He was telling the cop. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I don't want anything from you, man. I don't want anything. I just want a job." Mm-hmm. The cop, the ex cop, just wanted some type of job. He hired him. Yeah, he hired him to do something. Mm-hmm. If 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 let's say I'm a little kid, right, and I shoot myself, or somebody shoots me, and a cop saves my life, and now he's a retired cop, and I'm a rapper. Guess what I hire him as? Mm-hmm. My security. Yeah. He already saved me <laughs> once. Yeah, he could carry too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That if if I'm talking about like security, security, I would go this is what I would do. This would be the biggest flex. Cuz I know about I know about 3 BPD. Mm-hmm. Right? I well, I play football with two of them. Mm-hmm. So I go to the Bakersfield Police Department and this is, imagine if, you know, this is Eddie McGee a couple years from now, and I'm a super multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. I would get two of them. i say, hey, man, uh, I'll pay you this much. How much they paying you here? All right, I'll pay you this if you want to be my security. Mm-hmm. And they would probably walk off the job. Yeah. yeah. Probably a lot less stress. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, look, man, I don't need you to move mountains. You don't mm-hmm. got to patrol nobody. Just keep me safe. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Security is different, though, than being a police officer. Mm-hmm. You don't like, you know, I don't know how big those guys are, but the, the at least the security that I've seen, they look like power forward slash like offensive tackles. Oh, that's some big yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm a definitely, for me though, I would hire at least one woman to be my security though. But I need a badass. I need a chick that's like a fucking MMA, ex MMA background, mm-hmm. you know, uh, boxer type, mm-hmm. you know, a chick that's like at least 5'10, mm-hmm. you know, six foot right in there. <clears throat> because as soon as a woman come up talking shit, I'll be like, Rhonda, yeah, knock her ass out. You gotta have a woman in there. I gotta have big Rhonda. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you got it, man. Matter of fact, I might just get one of them big, strong, like women that do a bunch of deadlifts and motherfucking bench press and shit. Yeah. Like one of them big, big women that's like six foot two, six foot three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be a good one too. Yeah. There's probably some retired hoopers you could find out there. I don't know, man. They don't be that tough though. Mm. I would need like a you know. You're trying to say women basketball players aren't tough? Nah. Dang. <laughs> it's something <laughs> it's something that is. There's <laughs> some tough chicks out there, bro. Yeah. I would I would probably end up getting a CrossFit girl before I got a basketball player. Mm. Them, them CrossFit chicks be fucking stacked. Yeah. They be straight stacked, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move on. Yeah. Switching gears. Uh, Busta Rhymes. Okay, um, Busta Rhymes. Recently, the rapper Busta Rhymes made some lewd gestures. He got on stage and treated the microphone like it was a penis. <laughs> and here's the story. Busta Rhymes, 51 year old rapper from Brooklyn, New York City, went viral over the weekend after being after being filmed flirting with a concert goer. Busta was 
uh, Buster was supporting 50 Cent's final lap tour in Minnesota, uh, but he may have gotten a little too carried away on stage. Nothing seemed out of the ordinary as Touch It, the Touch It artist. Well, that's one of his songs. Hey, when they put that in there. <clears throat> uh, uh, artist began this hit in 2002. Uh, but things quickly took a turn for the worse after he stroked the microphone near his crotch, sticking his tongue out and pointing at the audience member. So imagine Buster Rhymes, and he's like, I'm talking to you. So he was derogative. And he, and he had the microphone, and he was acting like he was jacking himself off. Mm-hmm. That's very suggestive. That fan, that, that fan concert goer could literally sue him. Mm-hmm. If, if that's what she wanted to do, she could. Mm-hmm. I think it's very tone deaf. I think either he was drunk or high on something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe his blood sugar was low. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with Buster. But you got to get with the times, man. That's a very outdated, grandfathered way of behavior, sir. You gotta. You have to be aware of the landscape of the world. You cannot be out here doing that in front of women, man. That's gonna get you canceled, sir. Mm-hmm. Right? You and you can't say things like, "What about the old days when I could act like I was stroking my dick and no one had a problem with it?" Yeah, that shit was weird at that time too. Didn't Pee Wee Herman get busted jacking off too? I think he did. Uh, I'm not, I don't know. Yeah, he did, bro. Mm-hmm. Pee Wee Herman got busted beating his meat. <laughs> but I think it was like beating his Pee Wee. Yeah, he was like. Hur, hur. <laughs> jacking off <laughs> but yeah th- this shit was inappropriate man you can't do that yeah you can't do that and then his uh his hype man was right there next to him like let's go yeah yeah and it's like <laughs> this dude was just jacking his fake cock off and now you over here hyping it up yeah you can't hype up the, you can't hype up a nigga jacking off man ain't weird yeah. that's like that's like you know one of us beating our meat and then he's like that's right yeah i was that's, like yeah that's right welcome to a truck is my podcast yeah lotion <laughs> 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 fucking weird man yeah yeah that's not that's not okay yeah i i think that uh i don't know what got into buster rhymes and i don't know what you know i don't know what made him want to do this but i think that he definitely is uh he definitely living in the past because like you said this is something that it's uh is is grounds especially the way that like these fans is getting paid by people hitting them with, with microphones and you know, pressing charges for all these different things. Oh yeah, like you literally just setting yourself up to lose like a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars just oh, yeah. for that one little gesture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's also like that's not really attractive. That was kind of it. Was just look it weird, looked creepy, man. Yeah, it wasn't really. It's not like you know, like Usher has been known to like serenade women. I think that's the the respectable way to do it. You know, something that just doesn't turn off the entire I, audience. I, but I just don't understand where Buster Rhymes, especially being a rapper, like, I don't know. It's just not really like, it's not the sexy thing to do at this, all. This is going to sound really fucked up, what I'm about to say. And it, and it'll make sense to some people. But overall, it's still creepy either way. But here's a truth that most people don't want to accept. You're just not handsome enough to be doing that. Yeah, you got it. That's you, like a... If you, were, if you did something suggestive and you're a handsome man... Chances are you might get away. If you're Michael B. Jordan or Usher and you do that same thing, the girl going to be like, ah, I would oh say, my God. I wouldn't say I'm, Michael B. Jordan really wouldn't be in that position. But no, I, would say, I would say I would say you would have to be an R&B singer. I don't think yeah. you can be a rapper unless you like, it's a couple, like an LL Cool J. Right, right, right. Maybe 50 Cent, like old 50 Cent. I don't know about 50 Cent now. 
But yeah, you can't be no <coughs> 53-year-old rapper. Like, That's the point you know, I'm trying to make. I'm yeah. talking about like a con- a comparable um uh looking person, right? Mm-hmm. I think we all have an idea of like when we crack jokes on some dude from being ugly, we know what the opposite of that looks like. But I'm what I'm saying is it doesn't it's not about the looks. Mm-hmm. I think it's just about the the genre or the space you're in. If Buster Rhymes was like an R and B singer and he was known for like serenading women, because aren't like nineties R and B singers, a lot of them niggas was ugly, but they would have females at the at the shows throwing panties onto the yeah, stage. Yeah, that is a good point. The That's Casey and JoJo's and them niggas. Yeah, yeah, they look that real, girl's going crazy. They just look real oily. <laughs> <laughs> Devonte says. <laughs> yeah. What was the uh, what was the lead singer of Jodeci? Was it Casey or no? Uh, it's the bald, the skinny bald nigga. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who, who is who, but yeah, the one that got man, he, I think he has an alcohol problem or something because mm. he did a live show and he was like, "What can I say?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, this yeah, is so it's terrible." A lot, of, a lot of, uh, a lot of pills, a lot of drugs, a lot, a lot of, of drugs, alcohol. man. Yeah, yeah, that was a rough time, man. A lot of these artists got to stop doing so much drugs, dude. Yeah, it's that lifestyle. I don't know what happens. It's like it ain't it ain't like a nineties R and B singer and drugs go hand in hand. I think there's an element of just reality. Like you're, you're right. You know, if you're R and B singer, possibly yeah, whatever. And the, I think the looks play into it. I think overall, just it's overly suggestive and it's inappropriate. So let's start there. Mm-hmm. It's inappropriate completely. I just think that even in life. You have to have an idea of what you look like and who you are. And it doesn't mean you're insecure, but there's a certain approach that you should be making based on that. I think that your view, your ideas get a little skewed when you're rich, though. When you're rich, you say things like like even like Donald Trump, when he was like, well, you know, when you're rich and famous, you can just grab mother pussy. (laughs) And it's like. He's saying that because he literally did it. Like he, yeah, that's that's real to him. He literally, it's real to him. Like it, that's his reality. Mm-hmm. So as as much as people were uncomfortable about him saying that, like that's a real reality. Mm-hmm. Like you can grab by the pussy. Yeah. And with with this with Buster Rhymes, he's practicing the same shit. Yeah. He like I'm gonna jack my fake dick off and look at the woman in the audience that I think is attractive and say I'm talking to you. Yeah. Yeah, you. Yeah. It's like uh. Yeah, it's a different. It's definitely a different set of rules when you got bread. Yeah, like when you out here. That's even Donald Donald Trump's. Uh, they questioned him again. I think in one of those what do they call it, like a dissertation or something. I forget what, what happened called. now. They asked him like so you know because they were trying to uh, accuse him of something else, and then they asked him about that. Like so, Trump is you, Teflon, bro. They just not. They don't got nothing on this guy. Yeah, but his answer to that question, you know, when they asked him about the grabbing by the pussy. Uh huh thing he was like uh he made it more of a general thing like yeah you know if if uh generally if you're rich and you're wealthy you can you know you can do that type of thing you can grab a woman by the pussy generally that's how it goes but he was kind of like he kind of like took himself himself out of it it. yeah 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 i just don't and the unfortunate thing i just don't think he's lying about that Mm -hmm. even though that seems disturbing in addition to i just don't think that they have anything substantial enough to get trump on and here's the problem too and i want to talk about politics but <clears throat> i think trump got so much dirt on other people that's going to stop him from getting in actual trouble mm. i think he got so much shit on people that when by the time they supposed to like completely indict him or charge him on all this stuff he like i know your brother's on crack 
Mm-hmm. I know who sold him crack, and he was smoking crack for 25 mm-hmm. years. I know what he was doing. I know your kids are stealing money from the school. Like, yeah, I feel like this motherfucker got so much dirt on people because even in the debates, he wasn't even talking about like policy. He was like, Hunter Biden's on crack again. <laughs> your son's on crack. Yeah. Uh, Shane Gillis had me dying. <laughs> Shane Gillis, he was doing a Trump impression mm-hmm. and he was like, my opponent's gay. <laughs> 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 it's like just Trump just be just shitting on people. It's hard to debate. He, do, he does. It, it'll be talking about like you know global warming or something like that. And yeah. the other politician will be like, yeah. And I think it's important for us to go out here and drive electric cars so that we can save our environment. And then like you were saying, I'd be like, my opponent is gay. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's true or not. But I just know. <laughs> I just heard he likes talking to men a lot. <laughs> Uh, he's like i i'm not sure i heard joe biden was retarded i didn't say he was i'm hearing things i may be may possibly be he may possibly be retarded i'm not sure that's math test he just answered a couple questions wrong i'm not saying he's retarded i'm I'm not saying i'm not saying that but someone else might (laughs) i'm not saying that (laughs) <laughs> that's funny oh man <laughs> oh this, it's just this is just hilarious bro mm. do you see what happened to uh or you already know about mitch mcconnell freezing up that second time right mm-hmm. oh my god yeah yeah his batteries keep dying yeah bro joe biden now what's happening with joe is is uh the last press conference he had he was a sand shit Mm-hmm. And they literally grabbed him and pulled him away. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Joe Biden was like, and you know what, man? He's like, we're, 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 we'll see where that's going in the, in the economy, in the same room of other people. But nah. there's not much we really can do. <laughs> and that's why I'm a kid from Scranton doing what I do for my country. God bless your heart. God bless you. And then somebody like his secretary or somebody just grabbed him by his arm and pulled him away from the podium. The thing about this is that um, we know historically that there have been a staff of people protecting the the image of oh, yeah. uh, politicians and presidents. Oh, yeah. They I mean? did it with FDR, right? Yeah, with exactly. His, 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 he was fucking, his legs didn't work. Yeah, exactly. And the sons um, held him up. Mm-hmm. So... I think that uh, you know, this is this is just right on par for these presidents presidents that are barely able to, you know, handle themselves to be kinda hidden or like, you know, their their uh their illnesses um kind of being, you know, hidden from the from the public. So Yeah. 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 This is You got some sort of early <laughs> early onset Alzheimer's or something like that. Yeah. This shit is not early no more. This shit is late. <laughs> This motherfucker's Alzheimer's is on overtime. <laughs> it's bad, but we we got off topic mm-hmm. in this uh this Busta Rhymes shit. Um, with Busta Rhymes, here's a problem too. You lose money when you do shit like this because imagine AT and T has a temporary campaign and they want Busta Rhymes to be on their commercial, and they want him to like say this or that, but then they see him jacking his microphone off, and they're like, no, we can't have Busta part of this campaign. Let's <laughs> go ahead and can that, and you just lost like five million dollars. Yeah, because, you know, like that's how it works. I'm not saying you have to kiss people's ass, but I'm like when you when you make it to a certain space, it doesn't matter what you're doing. 
It could be trucking. It could be in some corporate setting, whatever. You just have to learn how to conduct yourself and when to speak and when not to. And when not to be doing too much or whatever the case, just in regular life. But Buster Rhymes is a 50-year-old man stroking his, I think he's like 51. Mm-hmm. Like, you're too old to be doing this shit. I think he's older than that. He's older than that. Yeah, I think he's like 53. But I think that, you're right, I think that um, when you get into these situations where, um, you know, uh, your likeness is, or your brand is the most valuable thing you have, and you realize that, you know, like there are a lot of opportunities for, you know, guys, they, they do it a lot nowadays where, I think they've been doing it throughout history, not just nowadays, but a guy like Buster Rhymes will, um, let's say there's a new um, a new rhyming game or something like that mm. at Hasbro's, and they'll have a guy like Buster Rhymes do the commercial, you know, like he'd be in there rapping a song like rah, rah, like a dungeon dragon, and he'd be like rapping his old verses or something like that, and then they somehow find a way to blend it into the game and all this other stuff, and he get... He get a little, you know, get get a little change for being in a commercial and being like sponsored or whatever the case may be. But then you say, like you said, you see something like this and you're like, yo, we can't have we can't have we just don't want the conversation. I think I don't think the the big corporations care. Like even for me, if I was if I had some type of uh, business or something like that, I don't care that Buster Rhymes is doing this. I think it's, you know, there is like the assault or uh, harassment and elements and all that other stuff. But I wouldn't really care. I think it's just kind of like it's just podcast conversation. But in terms of like the outside conversation around it, like, you know what I mean? Like if I give him this sponsorship or I give him this commercial and then it's trended on Twitter, like, oh, my gosh, Buster Rhyme has this commercial and he's the same guy that I was playing with his you know, playing with the microphone in a very suggestive way. And mm. like, you just don't want that, that conversation. No. It's the same thing that, um, you know, like with sports, you know, they're very selective with who, you know, with who they allow on their team and, and around their team and stuff like that. And they don't want the Colin Kaepernick's and the Terrell Owens and these kind of guys on their team because yeah. they feel like they're locker room dividers and all this other stuff. So they would much rather stay away from it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. I think it's kind of bullshit though. I think it's ultimately they just don't want those conversations surrounding their they don't want those conversations surrounding their uh, their franchise mm-hmm. because you talk about distractions, right? There's certain distractions they allow, kind of like Taylor Swift coming to the fucking Chiefs game yeah. and this rumor going around with with fucking uh, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, this shit is already annoying. That's a distraction for Th- sure. That's a distraction for sure, but it's a distraction yeah. that's allowing the franchise to like have this entertainment thing like they don't have a problem with that yeah that but the problem is a distract it's a distraction um it's not a distraction if they're winning it's and this is i don't think it gets to like the team on that on that level i think that travis kelsey is showing up to practice and playing football and practicing and and studying however much he studies i think patrick mahomes is doing the same thing but it's only a distraction primarily because if they start losing three or four games in a row, or they already they, they won today, but you know, mm-hmm. if they were off to a slower start and they were 0 3 and Taylor Swift was at the game, you know, cheering and, and stuff like that, and they kept putting the camera on her every time. It's the same thing that happened, you know, when uh Jessica Simpson was up there with the Tony Romo jersey and stuff like that. 
when they wasn't winning and they was losing playoff games, it starts to be a thing. Like, oh, is, is Jessica Simpson the reason why Tony Romo is not yeah, got his big, head in the game? Right. You know? So yeah, it was it, it became like some big fucking distraction mm-hmm. because she. I mean, and back then Jessica Simpson was real dumb. <laughs> yeah. She's like, it's tuna, it's chicken of the sea, but yeah. it's tuna. I don't get it. Yeah. And that was like a thing. Yeah. It was like, God damn, Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Yeah, her and and I don't get why the Kardashians are still a thing. I was at the gym and they showed this commercial for like a new season of the Kardashians. I didn't know that show was still on. Yeah, they're still going. Still oh going my crazy. God. Still why going do people strong? People watch the, and you know what's crazy is is that show is fucking staged. It's yeah. all like written and people really watch it and they call it reality. Literally 95% of shows are not reality TV. Mm-hmm. You, know yeah. that, you know that, right? Yeah, of course. All this love and hip hop and, and mob wives and this wives and this, this all fucking staged. Yeah. They just put people in scenarios and then they, you know, they kind of play them out it's, or they'll call people over to like, hey, you're going to argue with this person or you're going to. It's so yeah. trash and yeah. people really watch it. Like, yeah. and I'll be hearing. I've heard, I've literally heard women have conversations about a reality show like it was a football game. And then Emily came up and then she walked up like, yeah, I'm here, bitch. And then they fought. And I don't know who won yet, but they're going to show the next, in the next episode. I'm just like, oh my God, you guys are watching this bullshit? Yeah, they love it. Like, they cut that shit show. off. I don't watch any reality TV. It's not real. Mm-hmm. You know, the only show, like the last reality TV that I watched that was actually entertaining was a long time ago. It was... um. The real world, that shit was pretty good. Mm-hmm. That was the real, like, the real world was the first reality show ever. Mm-hmm. And then after that was Survivor. Mm-hmm. But that was in, like, 98. Mm-hmm. But uh, the first, the first, um, the first real world was, like, in 92 or some shit like that. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Oh, yeah. It was a long time ago. It was a really good show, though. Yeah. And then they came out with Road Rules a little later. Like, those shows real were. World. Remember they blended them, real world, road rules? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a trip, man. That it was those some it was some good one that they had a uh it was a couple of them that were like notable people like a dude named Tech. Uh-huh. Like he I think he ended up getting a job with MTV and shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. I don't even they don't even have that anymore, I don't think. Real, like reality TV like that? No, like I'm talking about like MTV uh, real world. I don't think they have it at all. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't think so. No. Yeah, you know what's sad though? I remember when MTV actually showed videos, bro. Music videos. It actually so I remember when they had Yo MTV raps. Mm-hmm. I remember when they showed like actual videos on there. Like they, they had t- rock- like TV sh- like TRL and those countdown yeah, shows. Yeah, TRL and um, what was the other one? TRL with, with Carson Daly was a really good one. Mm-hmm. And fuck. Mm-mm. Oh, remember those shows? Real uh, was it? Um, Real Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember those shows. Like Real Life, I'm addicted to porn. That was probably yeah, the most hilarious it was like one. Porn addictions <sighs> and uh, it was all kind of it was all kind of crazy stuff on there. I want to be an actor. I want to be right. athlete stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty dope. Yeah, and uh, in 2003, ESPN had some dope programs that people forgot about. Mm-hmm. They had the uh, the uh, the and one mixtape. That and was on ESPN. Was yeah. They had a show called Playmakers. I don't know if you remember it. It was a football was, show. What did they used to compete against retired athletes? No, that no, no. That, that's Pro versus Joe's. No, oh, not that. Okay. What's, what's it was a show mean? called Playmakers. It was a dramatic football series. Mm-hmm. It was a real show, like a drama. 
mm-hmm. but it was based on football players, mm-hmm. and um, it, it had and and it and it became like controversial, and like a lot of NFL teams was like starting to complain mm-hmm. because it started having like real scenarios that bled and in, bled into the writing of the show. I feel like I rem- was it like some gay. Was it a gay player on there? It was there? a gay player on there, but you're yeah. thinking about the other show, though. You're thinking about you're not you're thinking about that show with that light skinned tight end guy. That what? I don't that remember. Sh- you thinking about the show that was like on uh, UPN or something? No, I, yeah, it I was think, a gay guy on there, though. Yeah, that's what I'm. Th- I think when I think about playmakers, I would have to look at it and see. But I do remember. I do remember yeah. that. You know what? Another show that they had on ESPN that was pretty dope was the. Um, I don't remember the name of it. But it was like the the uh, reality show with the boxers, like they would have like a tournament style thing, you know. And then the boxers would whoever won the championship would get like a contract with, with uh, whatever lasts and stuff Here it like is. that. I found it. Playmakers, uh, the most controversial series of the season. ESPN original entertainment. Yep, it was a really fucking good show. American uh, Playmakers is an American drama television series created by uh, John Edrith. Aired on ESPN from August 26, November 11, 2003. It depicts the lives of the Cougars, a fictional professional football team in unidentified city that shows Omar Gooding. Because Omar Gooding was the uh, like a fullback or something, the linebacker. Um, and Tony yeah, Dixon. I remember this show. It was a really fucking good show, man. Yeah. And it didn't last because, it, you know, people, it was a lot of complaints. Mm-hmm. There's only 11 episodes. And it, and it was it was very forward thinking because mm-hmm. they had a gay player on there. Yeah, I remember. So that. what it is what what that meant was is probably there was gay players in the NFL back then that was too afraid to come out. Because mm-hmm. now, uh, Colorado State, a gay player just came out before they played fucking Colorado. Did you see that? Nah. Yeah. What position he play? I don't know. Probably wide receiver. I don't Tight end, maybe. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. One of the bes- fullback, maybe. One of the positions that involves butt stuff. That's the one he's yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a <But>. long snapper. <laughs> uh, bet you he had a lot of receiving yards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like look, I need you to run a dig. Like, oh, I could do that, coach. I could, dig, I could dig anybody out. <laughs> you want me to hit the hole, coach? Okay. <laughs> Right here, I need you to pound the A gap. You got to get there as fast as possible. I, I, I honestly like. I don't know the way I see it. <clears throat> I've never like, you know, uh, at least like open. I remember when we were in college um, at the at Bakersfield College, we played a guy that was openly gay. Really? Yeah, he was like dating uh, one of the, the dude cheerleaders, and it was like it was like a whole thing. I don't know how they found it on uh, social media, but I remember. <coughs> The picture going around where he was hugged up with the with his wow. boyfriend, like it was a real thing. What was this? Did he play? I think he might have played tight end. No way. Yeah, the black, yeah. The black guy. No, white dude. I did. Um, but yeah, that that's that's um that's definitely been a thing. But yeah, that's 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 crazy, man. Yeah, I looked wow. on this. Um, I was looking. I had another point, but I totally forgot what I was going to say. But I was looking on this. Um, like I seen the show Playmakers. I just typed in Playmakers canceled on Google. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, this is just a little excerpt from Google. It. it says, but the NFL didn't like the portrayal of football mm. and its players in a soap, in a soap opera mm-hmm. like dramatic storylines. Told you. Uh, ESPN canceled the series after one season. Mm-hmm. And it says, in quote, I don't know 
that a hit show's ever been pulled, says a former ESPN executive mm-hmm. vice president, Mark Shapiro, now the president of CEO and CEO, COO of Endeavor Group. Mm-hmm. NFL, they pulled that shit. I remember that. I wonder how that... Um, that yeah, I would, I would like to dig into... Yeah, he, even Omar Gooding is talking about how they pressure ESPN to... It would... That show, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I would be curious to talk to like the creators because it's. I understand like the pressure of the NFL and stuff like that, but it's because they can't put, actually put that show nowhere. Maybe because, I would love to watch that whole thing over again. Yeah, but the the issue with it is that. If you go to HBO, HBO has a relationship with the NFL because they mm-hmm. have hard knocks, right? Yes. If you go to Amazon, you can't put it on Amazon because they have a relationship with the NFL Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't put it on FX because, you know, they have Fox, Fox affiliate. And, yeah, and mm-hmm. Disney and ABC and everything mm-hmm. is connected. So mm-hmm. I don't know where you can, you maybe can go to, to Netflix, but they even had the quarterback, you know, thing. And that's mm-hmm. like a Peyton Manning production, mm-hmm. but who knows what that means for, for the, the only place you could put this would it would need to be on one of the illegal streaming services. Like when you buy those boxes, mm-hmm. they could put it on there. And I feel like that show can create a buzz again. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's not, it's, it's obviously it's its own product now. It, it has no affiliates because it was canceled. No, but, I mean like having a, like a like a rebrand of it, like a reboot of it. I, I just don't know now. I, mm-hmm. I think that the NFL, especially the NFL, is just way too sensitive about its image. And you know, I think there's certain things they can't stop. That's like what I'm saying. The, the movie, yeah. the movie with Will Smith, where he played that the African doctor, the concussion. Yeah, that was a bigger deal than this fucking show was. But the thing is. It was only a thing because it's on ESPN. Mm-hmm. They play foot. They play NFL games on the on their yeah. TV network. But if you go to a place where that has no ties with the NFL, then you could rock. You could. I mean, I don't you, know where like Tubi or maybe mm-hmm. Apple. I I hate to say it. TV. I hate to say it, but I think that there's, believe it or not, when you think about it, and this is this is unfortunate that there's this bullshit political ideology affiliated with you know certain programs and certain shows but um it would you can't put it on fox even though there's like right-leaning um like programming on fox mm-hmm. um and and you like that the msnbc's of the world that's like very liberal shit it w- but it could fly on um rumble mm. because rumble is like it's more of a right-leaning platform but it's also for people that even if you're not right leaning, if you have content that's kind of like not politically correct, mm-hmm. they allow you to put it on their shit. Mm-hmm. So like Rumble is starting to get some steam. They yeah. they took on that one uh, the dudes that got basically got demonetized. Uh, was it Fresh and Fit? Mm-hmm. They even took them over there. Mm, I could see that. So it's like if you have some form of content that is you know not gonna fly or it's gonna get blocked, you could just go to Rumble and put it behind a paywall. Yeah. And people will rock it, and even yeah. that dude Russell Brand, he's on Rumble now. Mm-hmm. The but he just got uh, he just got accused of some sexual harassment. Yeah, they taking on all they they're not doing it the right way, because it's 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 one thing to like give everybody the space to say what they want to, but y'all getting all the like the people that have been accused of wild stuff. Yeah, yeah, you gonna fizzle out real quick by having a bunch of criminals no, not there. really though, because if even people like even like Andrew Tate, people like that. There's still a market because people want to hear people like him, bro. Yeah, I just even I, uh, what's the dude that fucking got in trouble with, uh, recently? He owed, he owed like 
almost a billion dollars or some shit. Oh, um, Alex Jones. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is like the it's, there is a market for it, but when you're just giving criminals a platform, like mm. it just doesn't work because mm. they're gonna be in prison sooner or later after all these freaking allegations. Because it'd mm. be some wild stuff like rape and sexual assault and all this other stuff that they've been accused of. I don't know what's up with Russell Brand's situation. Mm-hmm. I, all I know is he went to Rumble a while ago, like mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he left, and he's not even conservative. Yeah. He's just he's like a middle leaning person that just has a objective mm-hmm. um like opinion about shit. Yeah. I just don't know if a platform should make their name on like yeah. giving the voice to like people that, you know, been kicked off of YouTube I don't, for I agree. I yeah. don't think that there should be a platform given to people who are constantly going against the grain, but I don't really believe in political correctness either. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is is we we it's like even with this it, it's some far right leaning shit that's terrible, but it's some shit on the left where it's like my son is eleven and he's trans and he's proud and it's like mm-hmm. why is this on TV? Mm-hmm. Like no, like no disrespect, but dog, like this is a kid mm-hmm. and this is okay to talk about on here. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't got no problem putting this up. Yeah, this is a little bit much for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little bit much, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. It's neither here, neither here nor there. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Switching gears. Amazon addiction. Some of you listening right now, you just got a package right now. <laughs> and uh, you got a problem. <clears throat> Let me go into depth here. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Uncovering America's Amazon obsession state by state. And it talks about the states, but we're going to... We're just going to skip all that and go right down to the key findings. And this is some pretty alarming stuff. The average American spends $91.75 on Amazon purchases each month. Prime members spend Prime members spend $110 on Amazon each month versus non-members who only spend $38 per month. Tennessee residents spend more than any other state, $124.22 per month on average. Okay. Uh, uh, then a quarter of Americans... 25% shop on Amazon once a week or more often than over half. 51% only buy Prime products when shopping on Amazon. That's too much. My neighbor, dude, she has a fucking Amazon addiction. Mm-hmm. Like every other day, she has a fucking package on her door, dude. And it's like, yo, you don't need to buy stuff. Like I want to I wanna just put a fake box and, uh, and with a note inside of it and just say, hey, you don't need to order anything else. It's okay. <laughs> Get help. Um <laughs> Uh, Americans spend 117 on Prime Day on average with Prime members and Gen Gen Xers spending the most 124 and 148 respectively. God damn. Um, a third of Americans, 33%, think the dollar amount they spent on Amazon this year is higher than what it currently what what is currently in their savings account. So this is just bad spending. Yeah. And this one, this statistic here is the worst. Thirty-four percent of women would rather give up sex for a year than Amazon for a year. What kind of dick are y'all getting? <laughs> and then also, <laughs> I think women are willing to give up sex for a year because they be buying them roses from Amazon, man. Mm-hmm. They be having them motherfucking sex toys, and they don't have a problem giving up sex because they still getting sex. Jeff Bezos is fucking the shit out of them. <laughs> so even if we not messing with these girls and they just they cut us off, 
Jeff Bezos is keeping that pussy wet year round. Jeff Bezos coming to your front door. Yeah, Jeff Bezos in a box. Mm-hmm. That's insane, man. Yeah, that's insane. They said that that rose that rose went viral. Did you know that? Mm-mm. Yeah, this is this rose. I guess it's like a vibrator with a suction tool on it. Yeah. So as the girl is stimulating her part, it's also sucking and vibrating. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, it's not humanly possible. No, my mouth can't do it. Yeah. Man, I it's 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 getting it's getting it's getting tough out here for us, ladies. <laughs> it's That's crazy because you know it's getting bad, and women can say like, you know, where you know you you're you know you're not consistent with it, or you're not licking it right, or whatever the case. And it's like you can eat pussy for so long that your like whole mouth get tired. Yeah, instead of getting locked jaw, you like God damn. Yeah. But nothing beats the intimacy of like another human being though. Nah, not really. But at the same time, some women be like, I'm independent. And that rose be tearing that pussy up. Yeah. And then here you come, you know, it's probably been if they've been using that rose talking about I'm independent and for like the last six and a half, seven months, yeah. They've been just having dildos and roses. And then here you come along with just your regular analog dick. <laughs> your dick is analog. They've been dealing yeah. with digital all okay. year long. <laughs> You got Atari dick. <laughs> <laughs> Your dick is like boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. <laughs> Your dick is still playing Pong from fucking the first Atari game. They on PS5 with that fucking shit. You over here playing Duck Hunt with your dick, and they got the whole new fucking system. They using Oculus on that pussy. They got the Oculus. That's crazy. That's insane, man. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, I think people have a real problem, man. I, I, I and just you know, just from me seeing, you know, like you said, you see your neighbors with the packages, and you see these Amazon trucks going uh, to to people's houses, your neighbors' houses, you know, consistently. It's like it ain't it ain't that much stuff at Amazon, and it's, yeah, Amazon is convenient, right? Because yeah. you can get stuff in a day or two days mm-hmm. um, that you know that you would have bought at a uh, like the grocery store or something like mm-hmm. that. And you could just get it, you know, get it from Amazon and not have to leave your house. Mm-hmm. But after a while, it, it definitely becomes a problem. And I think, I think that this primarily a woman thing. Uh, women definitely are like uh, more compulsive buyers, oh my God. you know? So if they see that it's Amazon day or whatever the case may be, most women just get tricked into buying stuff just yeah. because just because they think it's a deal. Like, oh, I don't wanna, you know, I don't wanna miss out on this opportunity to save twenty twenty percent on whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Women are toxic consumers. Yeah. Like they a woman will wake up and just start driving to Target and don't even know why they're doing it. And women are women the thing with women is they're excited about saving money. But you're not saving money, you're just spending less money. Yeah. So women be like, oh my gosh, it's a 25% off on all these things. And then they're just spending like, how do they do it? Like, oh my gosh, I'm just, (laughs) instead of spending a dollar, I spent 75 cents. Oh my gosh, I had to do it. Babe, this is just such an amazing deal. (laughs) You won't believe how much money I saved. The nigga sitting there looking like you spent $700 just because you saved $300. (sighs) It's not a deal. That's like the universal voice. <laughs> oh my God, I just saved so much. Hey, babe, check it out. <laughs> the nigga is just brewing, like, oh my like, God. Oh my God. Yeah. 
Oh man, I yeah, I already already said the joke last week that mm-hmm. I I thought about. Mm-hmm. I, I gave it away actually. Mm-hmm. Like if you told a woman to stay in her place, she would turn around and drive. <laughs> <her target. laughs> that's hilarious. Because that's a woman's place for sure. <laughs> yeah, now, they would drive to Amazon now. Oh no, <laughs> to the warehouse. Yeah, they'd be like, "I need my package earlier. <laughs> like, I need it a little faster." <laughs> so like, damn, we bring that shit tomorrow. Fuck. <laughs> You just ordered it 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but I have to go to work in the morning, so if you don't have my package, I don't know what I'm going like, uh, to have. Oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> shit. I've got some shit so fast from Amazon that it fucking tripped me out, though. I for sure. I was like, like, how the fuck is it here already? Yeah, it's a couple items on your thing, depending on where it's at. Like, I, you know, I got the vending machine, so mm-hmm. I bought some uh, Doritos Cool Ranch. And they, like, because a lot of... Like stores, like grocery stores you walk into, they have a bunch of variety packs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as like, you know, people that consume stuff out of vending machines, they don't want like all the stuff in the variety pack. They just want like the Doritos or, you know, they want the good stuff. Um, so I was like, man, I got to find a way to just get the chips that people want and not buy all mm-hmm. this extra stuff to just, you know, be hanging around. So, um, I looked on there and they had the cool the cool ranch, the little one ounce bags of, of the mm-hmm. cool ranch chips. And I got them the next day. Man, I'm gonna tell you what what would win in a vending machine is adding little items that are essential, but like just adding small amounts. Like mm-hmm. uh, in a vending machine, if you put some condoms in there, <laughs> I think they would sell. <laughs> also putting some um some maxi pads in there, some tampons. Yeah, I think, I think so. that would sell for sure. Yeah, um, I don't know if you want maxi pads next to your uh, next to your chips though, or your honey buns. What's wrong with that? It's just not a good look. It's not, it'll just take the moisture out of the honey bun. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Imagine a girl take that and use it and be like, yeah, "Honey, nah, I'd be the dude. He'd be like eating her out after like it'd, <laughs> it'd be the seven day of her period. And they're like, mm, tastes like a honey bun. <laughs> Is that cinnamon?" He was like, is that cinnamon? Nigga, nigga got blood all over his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, no. That's a real cinnamon challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that cinnamon challenge was wild back in the day. People was dying over that. Yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy, man. You guys got to get help. I think what it is, you know what? This is just my twisted brain. But I think people love Amazon because it's the closest thing to Christmas. Mm. They get- yeah, it, it, there is definitely, especially the way that they brand in the packages now. It's like it's an experience. I ain't mm-hmm. gonna front, and I'd be excited like when I get something new. I'd be like, oh man! Like even if you know what it is, yeah. It, Jeff Bezos is a new Santa Claus, man. Yeah. Shout out to Jeff Bezos. Sometimes I go to open my package and I think in my mind, jingle bells, jingle bells, <laughs> jingle all the way. Yeah, for sure. Oh, what fun it is to ride on Jeff Bezos' sleigh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jeff Bezos, man. Yeah. Merry Christmas. That's how, That's the only way you know you're not on the naughty list is when you get an Amazon package. Yeah. Yeah. He knows when you've been sleeping. He knows he, when you're, you're awake. awake. He knows if you've been, been bad, bad or good. good. So be good for goodness sake. He knows if you've got Amazon Prime or not. <laughs> 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 yeah. And y'all got to stop sharing Amazon Stop sharing Amazon Prime accounts. It's uh, only like, well, how much is it? I don't remember. I have it, yeah. though. Only $7.99. Yeah. 
I, I like Amazon Video too. I, I yeah. indulge in the movies. I have some good movies sometimes. Yeah, I was able to watch my Niners the other day. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, um, yeah the, what what they're doing with football. I was just saying this the other day. Their their um, production value is amazing. It is really good. Like they got the next gen stats on there. Oh and yeah. Like the way I don't know, just the camera angles and stuff like yeah, that. They're doing like, some special stuff. Yeah. Because sometimes when you watch the, your football team on the local channel. Like say it's on like CBS or something like that. Sometimes like the production, it don't be hidden. And sometimes you know how the thing, the telltale time sign for me is if it's a um, if it's a great football game is uh, the announcer. Like when you have those um, those recognizable voices, the Troy Aikmans and the Kirk Herb Streets and all these. Uh, is it Kurt or Kirk? Kirk Herb Kirk. Kirk, yeah. Herbstreit. When you have these um, with those recognizable uh, voices on there, mm-hmm. you know it kind of goes along with the production value. Yes. Sometimes it'd be like the the local news anchor, just or like the the third string quarterback for the Bengals back in nineteen ninety. <laughs> it was just like I don't want to hear this nigga talk about football. And it's uh, it's just so lackadaisical. Yeah, it's just a different energy. But when you get the guys, guys, then you'd be like, oh, okay, this is gonna be a good game. He launches it from the 15-yard line. And, oh, reception. It's like, <laughs> yeah. dude, get yeah. another job. Get a, Yeah, you got to get somebody else on you here. Me, do you remember, I think his name was Ben Stein. You remember him? Uh, vaguely. Ben Stein was a guy that always sounded like he was really drowsy all the time. Mm. He's like, he used, to, he used to do the Clear Eyes commercial for Oh, Friday. yeah, yeah, I remember. Clear Eyes. This, if, if you have something wrong, just use Clear Eyes. Yeah. Like, that's how he talked. Yeah. Some of these announcers be doing that. Yeah. And like he got the ball at the five yard line and mm-hmm. now he's oh wait, he got <laughs> sacked. But the ball's out. Mm-hmm. Fumble going the other way. Yeah. Touchdown 49ers. <laughs> That happens a lot in college too because it's so many games that some of these guys, you just be like, Who is this dude? Imagine him during sex, bro. I'm about to bust. Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> Uh, terrible guy yeah that's funny yeah i don't know man let me see here i think i had something else there Mm, 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 mm. no man that's it i just think that the one that stuck out to me the most is 34 percent of women would give up sex for a year yeah for amazon prime that's just like god damn yeah Mm. yeah i i think that i don't know you know who knows what that that the the uh, the sample size of that statistic came from, but um, it sounds good, you know. You know, I think even it, the the toys and all that stuff. It, it, I think it's great for a while, but I think that women, um, I think human beings, we crave uh, intimacy. Yeah. You know, you could jack off as much as you want to, but. You know, having the the real thing, or you know, for women, you know, whatever type of toys they got the the rose or the yeah uh, the little bunny toys or whatever the case yeah. may be, all that is cool. But you know, I think some I would be I, what I would really want to know is like what woman would a woman? Yeah, I just think after a while, you just whether the sex is good or not, you just want the feeling of a man and his. You know, his arms and all this other stuff. I don't know about yeah. women these days, though. I don't know, man. I just, uh, no, I kind of agree with you, though. Mm-hmm. I think that even with, with all that, it's just the the connection and intimacy between another person. Yeah, that's why that's why we have dating apps. Because yeah. if not, like, 
you know, they would be swiping right on the rose and, the, and dildos and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> He'd be like, oh my God, we matched. <laughs> he won't message me back. <laughs> it's a dildo, you fucking <laughs> idiot. You don't got, yeah. Yeah, they, these sex toys for women is just too aggressive, though, man. Mm-hmm. It'll be like a dildo connected to a chain in a motherfucking chain link. <laughs> You're like, God damn. What are you going to do with that? <laughs> man. Yeah. I seen, one time I seen a dildo with a trailer hitch connected to it. <laughs> uh, she about to back a four by four into that <laughs> pussy. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, you got the Jeep Cherokee pulling that thing, man. Yeah. Now they're gonna change the game up when they start having the uh, like you know how they got the Apple Watch. Uh huh. They're gonna have like the Apple Dildo. No. And it's gonna have like all because the app, you know, with the Apple Watch, it measures when you work out, it yeah. measures your heart rate, yeah. it knows when you in an emergency, you, mm-hmm. it calls a hospital if your heart slow down too low, and all these different things. When you're yeah, kind of like so they, Yeah, they're gonna have a Dildo that got that same capability. It's gonna measure the viscosity of your pussy. <laughs> it's gonna measure the tightness of it. <laughs> it's gonna measure how long it's been dry. <laughs> oh, whenever it gets dry, it's just gonna be a turkey icon. <laughs> no, you know what? I think it's gonna react whenever you get stressed out. Whenever like woman gets stressed out, that's when the the vibrator is gonna turn on. Yeah, you. But in, to be in all serious, no. In all seriousness, I think that, you know, if they did have, like, the smart dildos, like, that had some type of, you know, technology that, you know, um, measured your body in some way, shape, or form, it would probably lead to better sex. Because, you know, there's a lot of factors that goes into, like, a woman being at the peak of their, you know, arousal or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. And it would just help women learn themselves more so they could, they'll know like, oh, okay, at this time of the month, like I'm a little bit more uh, wet or at this time of the month, I'm usually a little bit more horny or whatever the case may be. And then they can kind of get it they, down to a science. They need to make a program for us so we can know what to keep doing or what to change up. Yeah. Like during the action, it just like a little. You put like some headphones on, yeah. Like put some like little <laughs> iPod uh, or uh, earpod things yeah. in, and it'd be like keep licking right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like don't change up the licks. Yeah, you, you know? need some some like a woman with a very soothing voice in your ear, like a coach, basically. Yeah, yeah. That would help us out a lot. I would use the program. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> just hold on for two more strokes. <laughs> Don't pull out now. You're going to make her come. <laughs> make a left. At, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Remember that, that, you know, I got mad the other day. I was riding around. Sometimes I get randomly mad at like some liberal stuff. Whatever. Remember they had like the non-binary voice on the non-binary Google voice? Oh, yeah. It sounded like a lady guy. It's like, nigga, what? <laughs> it's a non-binary voice. <laughs> oh, man. If it, was like a, if it was like a right-leaning or like a conservative voice, what would it sound like? Like real raspy. Like, like Alex what? Jones. Like I, I can't do it, but. <laughs> you're going to make a laugh over here, man. I don't know what you're doing. I told you left, man. You passed the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, it might have a little bit of an accent, accent in there. God damn it, you made a you made the wrong left. Sandy Hook was a hoax. <laughs> Make a U-turn and go back the other way. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Oh dang, Alice Jones is so crazy. <laughs> All right, switch. That sound like 
a UFO helicopter like mixed together. Yeah. Alex Jones sound like he just eats sandwiches full of mayonnaise. <laughs> He's just be like, oh, that mayonnaise sounds sure is good. <laughs> 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 All right, switching gears. Uh, your 20s is not an excuse to waste time, okay? Now, I think that all of us that are out of our 20s now, um, me being 38, Keith at 31, mm-hmm. I think uh, what happens is in your 20s, you could kind of make you kind of make excuses for yourself, and not even excuses. You just you just become a, a used to like I'm gonna go have some drinks, or mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do this, or I'm not gonna do that. I'm still young, you know. That's always a cop out and an excuse. Like people are the most promiscuous in their early ages. And then some young people are like, I just want to get it out of my system, you know. But if we see a person that's nineteen or nineteen or twenty and they get married, we like, damn, you got married too young. Mm-hmm. But did they? Yeah. You know, what if mm-hmm. they spend enough time from the age of eighteen to twenty one, like you know, clubbing or drinking, and they're like, that's not for me. I, I I do want a genuine connection. I want a wife or I want a husband, and they actually are still happily married. That can happen. Mm-hmm. I just think the human experience. Most people have FOMO. Mm-hmm. And they have this extreme fear of missing out on life's experiences. But here's the issue. Life experiences that offer you nothing, they need to have an expiration. And enough, a lot of young people, they go to clubs every week. They have a bunch of meaningless sex nonstop. Um, they're not making any money. They're just taking jobs that are, are part time and they're just doing they're wasting a lot of time. And in this economy, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You don't have the luxury of saying, hey. I'm going to wait till I'm 28 to start trying to make some money. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, the way you are in your 20s sets up your 30s. That's a fact. Yeah. And you can spend your whole 30s playing catch up, dude. Yeah. At some point, you got to dial it back and say, hey, man, I've been, me, I say I stopped going to clubs when I was about 26. Yeah, I was somewhere in there, too. (coughs) I remember you going to clubs, man. I mean, I used to when I was um, my early twenties. Mm-hmm. I used to go, um, not so much in Bakersfield because I wasn't here yeah, a lot in my here. early twenties. Yeah, but um, yeah, for sure. Like when I was uh, when I was out of you know living in different states and going to school mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, I would be, I would be out doing my thing. It's just whack, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you just. I, I I remember one day. I remember I just woke up one day and for me i don't need no huge like coming of age story right. it's literally just like i woke up one day and like yo this is stupid like this what are we I... doing we spending all this money i don't even drink alcohol so i'm in there with a bunch of drunk people like you know and you know you either trying to holler at women or you not or it's just weird or the, the energy is like fights going on it, mm-hmm. it just the whole atmosphere is trash yeah it, it that place is the devil man yeah it's just it's over it's just uh what I could tell you, I could tell you from two ways. Because one, going to clubs and also bouncing. So when you go to a club, obviously you're dealing with people. And then if you're a bouncer, you see some shit. Yeah. <clears throat> I seen this chick leave with a different dude a couple t- like a couple different times in a week. Mm-hmm. Like lead a club with a different dude. I'm just like, this is nasty. Yeah. And these are the type of people you encounter. So these clubs, yeah. is, these clubs is full of STDs. It's a cesspool for disease. Yeah, that's a lot of like curious women in there too. That oh, you yeah. just like you know, and curious in a way where like, um, like I don't even want to say to tell that story, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's just you just run into the, those type of people, and um, that's that's the norm, you know. And and it's like it's eras too. People are coming in droves, so that new 
the new crowd of of twenty one year olds, you know, they coming in there to 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 get their drink on and and they promiscuity, and then there's also like the people that are like Eddie's age or my age, where they may have just got out of a long relationship or they may have just got divorced or whatever the case may be, and now they're in there trying to relive like you know for all the time that they lost. So, um, but to back to the original point, I just think that if I you know, I think for me, you know, I, I like, there's a, like a fraction of regret that I live with every day that I haven't like, that I didn't in my twenties, like capitalize on the things that I, that I wanted to. Mm. And, you know, I tell that to, you know, if there are people that are in, you know, in their twenties, you know, listening to the podcast, you know, just know that, um, all the dreams, all the goals, all the aspirations that you have, as soon as you know you're 29 and 364 days, and then that clock strikes midnight, and you you know officially 30 years old, um, all those things are like it's it just it just kind of like if if something was in your grasp or in you know you were uh, this close to doing something in your in your 20s, whether it was being a musician or being an actor or starting your own business or mm-hmm. whatever the case, whatever that big dream was you had in your 20s. In your 20s, you got time. You got all the mm-hmm. time in the world until you hit 30. And mm-hmm. when you hit 30, all the dreams, all the goals and all the aspirations, it just gets like astronomically farther away. Yep. And not because it's not tangible. It's just because like real life sets in. Yep. Like people have kids and mm-hmm. you might have had kids like in your 20s, but that child is getting a little bit older. They're yep. starting to play sports now. They may be it's costing in kindergarten. More. Yeah, they got, you know, they, they have different desires or they want to do gymnastics mm-hmm. and all these different things. And it's like life is just so much easier in your 20s, like whether it was trying to finish school, you know, like I, I talk to a lot of people where they're like, man, I want to go back to school or I've been thinking about going back to school. And now they 35, you know, mm-hmm. 33 years old. Um, and they're just looking at these situations like, dang, I don't even know how to do it. I don't have the mm-hmm. time to do it. I got three kids now. Like, mm-hmm. wh- where am I going to find the time to, to, yeah. to you know? And also, also, I think you need to be very, you need to be very cognizant of the decisions you make in your twenties because you will have it will, those those decisions you make in your twenties turn into obstacles in your thirties. Mm-hmm. So if you twenty one and you and you have a kid, right? <clears throat> you don't think nothing of it. You like we young, and then even when you young and you have a kid, you still a kid yourself. So you still doing child stuff and. You still learning how to be a man or a woman, and then you get a little older. The kid getting older now, and you at like twenty eight now, and you still really don't want to get a regular job. You didn't get your degree. Now your kid is older, and if you come from poverty, you know how that is. Mm-hmm. Not only do you have the price and the cost of living going up, but your kid has activities, and and you want to be able to pay for that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful, man. It's mm-hmm. there's so many things. You know what's crazy too? What a lot of women are like women in this situation I'm about to mention, OnlyFans. There are a bunch of 19, 21, 23 year old women that are getting OnlyFans and they're being naked, they're having sex. Okay, fine. <coughs> I don't think that they have the foresight to see how they're gonna feel about that in their 30s. Yeah. Because from a small sample size, there are certain things I would say or 
believe in my early 20s that I completely unsubscribed to in my 30s. Mm-hmm. So if you got all this content of your body and you getting fucked and all this shit, by the time you 35, you're going to wish that that shit is off the internet, but it never goes away. You will, it will always be there. There will always be videos of you doing something in your 20s you're not proud of, but in your 30s, you dealing with it. It became an obstacle. So we have to be aware. Just because we're young, it does not give us a license to bullshit around. We have to be, we have to be a lot more um, intentional. And also, sometimes the biggest issue with us is you could be a smart young person. I've known a lot of people who are 20, 19, whatever. But and you can be smart, but you're only smart for a twenty year old. Mm-hmm. Your your prefrontal cortex is still not developed. You're still a stupid motherfucker at twenty one. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck how smart you are, because I've known some people who were very smart. Right? Mm-hmm. They will ace every test, every exam. They could write a fifty page paper in three days. Right? Mm-hmm. But they the same person that getting arrested for a fight at the club mm-hmm. because you dumb. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure that you're not doing things that become obstacles in your 30s because i know a bunch of people who have that that's kids it's some people that got stds they cannot get rid of Mm -hmm. like aids like Mm -hmm. people getting that Mm -hmm. having unprotected sex uh motherfuckers getting herpes all kinds of shit yeah it's nuts man i think back to the the only fans thing there are people that you know here in bakersfield that we know yeah uh personally that have those you know those things but the thing about it is like you know, no matter what, those things always live outside of that website. Yes, they you know, do. Onlyfans.com. Those things live on on different websites mm-hmm. because other people know who they are. Yes. And because other people know who they are, they're going to screen record it. They're going to, you know, save it to their laptop mm-hmm. and it's going to be, you on know, porn in a I, yeah, on Pornhub and, and uh, Reddit. And it's going to be on their iCloud forever. or whatever forever. And the thing about it is your kid is going to your kid is getting older every day yep and right around that <clears throat> that fifth sixth seventh eighth grade is when they start to really get familiar with the internet and yeah. you know that and you can you know obviously you can monitor what your kid is doing on their phone but their friends may not have the same parental guidance as as them as as your kid does so you know it's gonna be you know um your best your child's best friend named jared or whatever he right Pulling up to school, like, hey man, is this your mom? Is your right mom? Is your dad right here? Is your mom taking two dicks at once? Yeah, and that's it's not. It's just embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. I, I think that, like, you know, what you're alluding to, like, in your twenties, you got to start making decisions for the rest of your life, and not making yeah. decisions only for you. Making decisions for you know your kids and you know your family and stuff like yeah, that. And this is not, and, and this is not shame. First of all. So it's some people that will they'll interpret this as shame, like you're shaming sex workers, blah, blah, blah. It's not shaming. What it is is this. It's like if you have a child, this is a reality. Mm-hmm. The reality for them is that they're going to be in class because there's already people getting teased. Amber Rose's son gets teased because his mom has OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And she told him, well, look, mama needs to make money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, in a way, that's selfish. You could do other things to make money. You don't have to do this. That's a lot of jobs you, you, in the world. You can you just choose to do it, and, and it is what it is. Okay, fine. But here's the problem, too. It goes beyond you that. You can what? be a computer scientist at OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. You said what? 
saying you can be a computer science, a computer programmer at OnlyFans. You don't have to be mm. showing your titties on OnlyFans. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but it goes, there's so many things. Like as a man, right? Let's say as a man, you had a really bad drinking habit in your 20s and you drank the whole time. You partied all the time. You never really created stability for yourself. You had bullshit jobs. Your kids got older and in your 30s, you clean yourself up and you stop drinking. But you spent all that time with no momentum going into your 30s. Now you're playing catch up. Now you got to get your finances right. Now you got to try to build better relationship with your kids because when they was little, you was a drunk the whole time. Mm. Like this is real scenarios and, and, and it's bad, right? Or you was a deadbeat dad that wasn't around and now you're trying to make up for it. Because it became an obstacle in your 30s. Mm-hmm. No different than a girl who was, you know, sleeping around, just being the biggest hoe in the world. And now she's in her 30s. She wants a good man and she wants to settle down. But here's the issue. The issue is it's not a thing of judgment. It's a thing of a man knowing that you was doing this wild stuff and you don't have any momentum of being the person you say you are now. Mm-hmm. So if you was hoeing all the way up to 29 years old and now you're 30 and you're like, I just want to settle down. What journey have you started? What was the prequel to you meeting me? Mm-hmm. Like, if you was just ho, 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 and now you like, I want to settle down, and I'm the first person you want to experiment that with? Ha. Am I supposed to be, like, in like just so enlightened by that? Like, oh, my God. Like, no. It's no different than, let's say, a man, right? Let's say a man was a slime ball, and he cheated on every woman he ever was with in his 20s, Right? And he gets in his 30s and he meets this girl and he loves her and shit. And then he actually tells her, I've cheated on every woman I've been with. That's going to make her think, that's going to make her question her relationship. Mm-hmm. Is that not pertinent information, Keith? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think it's pertinent information that you was a hoe. <laughs> so if you was a hoe and you was fucking everybody and then here's this guy that cheated on every woman he's ever been with, I feel that's both of those things are pertinent information. Mm-hmm. You got this girl that can't don't got no self-control and slept with everybody. You got this dude that's fucked everybody and cheated on every woman he'd been with. You have to weed those behaviors away early. So yeah. if you if you got a little a whole phase is not supposed to last 10 years. I don't know if y'all know that, right? <laughs> I think that one of the things that I think um I'm starting to think of now is like I understand the whole science behind um, the brain development and, and the, 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 the decision making. Right. Um, but at the same time, like that excuse gets a little old because mm. um, if if that was such a pertinent argument, um, then I think that more younger people would get in more trouble, if that makes sense. Like. You know, they say like, well, your brain isn't developed, so, you know, you make a lot of dumb decisions. I think we make dumb decisions relative to like a normal human being, but it ain't like, you know, because your brain isn't fully developed, you're, you know, uh, out doing mass murders or like, Mm. you know, people are having most most people, most young people are you know, not walking around high school with children or, you know, they're not getting pregnant in high school and all these different things. So I I say that to say, like, when when kids do make, like, you know, great decisions or they're not making terrible decisions, you know, we kind of give that a pass. But when, you know, when people make bad decisions mm-hmm. or they're making these life-altering decisions, it's like, oh, their brain's not developed yet. So, mm. you know. So I just think like it's it's just a very convenient way to say yeah. like your your brain isn't developed. But yeah. 
um, but yeah, I, I did. I, I was just thinking about that the other day. You know what I mean? Because that that's something that people say a lot. Like you right. know, they're young. That you know, they make their their brain isn't fully developed. Yeah. Um, which is true. Um, but also, there are people that brain isn't developed and still make good decisions. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, you you have to rely on your best judgment. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that we I think that we change, we change, but it's not always drastic. Mm-hmm. I think that if you're a complete piece of shit, even at the age of 21, you can still be that same piece of shit by the age of 31, but it might not be as big a piece of shit. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I don't know, man. You're right, though. You're right. It is true. Your brain is not, you know, your prefrontal cortex is not um, fully developed mm-hmm. until like almost 30 years of age. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, young people use that shit as a cop out. Look, I'm young. I'm having fun. I'm not tripping. This and that. And yeah. and also too, when people are not being punished for their bad decisions, they yeah. think it's right. Mm-hmm. So think about it. The alcoholic dude, right? He out every week, or he cheating on his girl every week. He having fun. He having drinks. He getting hella pussy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he doing this all the time. And he ain't caught no diseases yet. Ain't nobody beat him up yet. He ain't got a DUI yet, but he's still ruining his life. Yeah. But he hasn't been punished for it yet. So, yeah. so he figures like, why should I stop my fun? I'm t- only 27. I'm only 26. Yeah. I, you know, what's the big deal? Yeah. When, um, but if you really look at your life, like from the outside looking in, you a loser, my guy. Yeah. You a straight loser. And then with women, they like, look, sexual empowerment. I'm just, I can do what I want. I'm having fun. But what you don't realize is... You're not being punished for what you're doing because, you know, you just it's just sex to you. You're just getting your nut off. You're having fun. You're making money doing what you're doing. It ain't no big deal, right? No big deal to you. Ain't nothing happened. You ain't caught no STDs. You ain't been arrested. Ain't nobody assaulted you. None of that. So everything's fine, right? Yeah. But you forgot that you had a kid or you had two kids. And now you sucking dick and fucking on camera. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. Somebody got to do the job, right? <laughs> But at the same time, when your kid becomes of age, these videos will never be gone. Yeah. And this is going to be the first generation of kids that are OnlyFans kids. They're yeah. going to be that literally. That's why your mama's on OnlyFans. Like kids are literally getting teased for it already. Yeah, it's going to be a roast. Yeah. yeah. And look, man, your decisions as a person affects people. You know why I know that? Because my father had a drug addiction. Mm-hmm. And what he did affected the whole family. Yeah. And it was tough. It wasn't just like it was him by himself that was doing drugs. It was, it almost like all of us was affected by him doing it. Yeah. You know, and it, and it, and it hurt. It's no different than somebody being an alcoholic and it dragging the whole family down. People think that their behavior does nothing to no one else. I think one of one of the things too is that um, a lot of people don't think, and this is not necessarily a twenties conversation. This is just like a young people conversation, because mm-hmm. um, there are like these, like you you say, like these sexually liberated mm-hmm. people nowadays. Like it's okay for you know these any age, whenever you want to experiment sexually, you mm-hmm. can, you should do it. And kids are hormonal human beings, so mm-hmm. they should you know be able to do what they want to safely, and all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think that there's some some merit to that. There, oh, are kid, yeah. kids are going to, um, you know, we can't control what they do. All we can do is, you know, provide them with the information. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people don't. They don't. They don't. When they have those conversations, they don't think about like the ramifications of 
um, you know, people, young people doing these acts. So I'm saying I'm going to speak about it in a way where it's like a teenager, but the same stakes are at play at 20 years old. So like um, I know a guy, um, the first time he ever had sex, he had his first kid. Whoa, man. Lost his virginity. Whoa. And it was, and you know, for the most part, you know, some people lose a virginity to their partner or their girlfriend or whatever. Oh, man, that but sucks. A lot of times, like, as people, we just trying to, like, the, whatever girl will accept us. <laughs> oh <laughs> whatever girl God. will spread their legs open for for a guy, they they going to, you know, let him or whatever. They, we'll lay with them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the guy, first time he ever had sex in high school, you know, he, he got the girl pregnant. Oh so, my God. and you know, there's many other um, instances where, you know, kids are having this just, uh, you know, they're just exercising their hormones or whatever, you know, whatever, you know, positive spin they like to put on it. And, you know, they, they end up getting pregnant and it, it wow. forever alters your life, you know? So I just say that to say like, you know, not necessarily that, but just saying like a lot of the decisions that we make and we we don't put much thought into, um, they have real ramifications, you know, and it may not be sex. It may not be having a, a kid. It You know, it could be, you know, it could be something as similar, uh, something as simple as going out to a club or, or partying or, you know, um, skipping class or whatever the case may be. All these like, you know, these small decisions that we make, um, they can have like you know life altering you know stakes Crazy. attached to them. Yeah. Jeez, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Imagine I, you busting one and a half minutes and you got a kid out of damn, that. Damn, that's gotta suck. Yeah. That probably was the biggest nut since freaking. That was that was like one of uh, Professor Clump nuts. <laughs> they, said, they were talking about you got all that that's been built up for thirty five <laughs> years. <laughs> oh man, that's gotta suck. Yeah, it's a trip, and and that's that's the most virgin thing you could do is not use a condom. Yeah, God. Yeah, and you know what's fucked up about some men though, young men. It was a, like back in the day, it was rumored like young boy, like young men was telling girls like, "Come on, come on, you can't get pregnant your first time. Come on." Yeah. Oh my that's God, a lot that's of that the going on. That's the most fucked up shit you could say to somebody. Mm-hmm. My God, you know, even when even. Back in the day when I was a virgin, I was never that hard up for pussy. Mm-hmm. While I was willing to lie for it, yeah. Oh my but yeah, god, yeah, yeah. It, it goes both ways, though. Like we have to be just more informed across the board. My God, yeah. But I, I think, like I said before, you know, being thirty-one and you know, kind of freshly out of my twenties, I just um, I realized that um, there are. Not, not. The, I don't live with like regret on a day to day basis, but I feel like if I graduated college like two or three years earlier, we started the podcast like two or three years earlier, or if I started my career like two or three years earlier, um, you know, just thinking about where things will be. And I know that I will get, you know, to where I want to be eventually, but um, as of right now, I do like. Once a month, I'd be just like, dang, dog, like, man, if, you know, if I had got my grades up here, if I, you know, when, you know, when uh, I was in junior college, if I did this or if I got my grades up or if I, you know, actually went to this school or that school, like, what would life look like? So, I don't know. It's just, so I just say that to say, like, anybody, like, 
you know, you don't want to be the person living with regret, you know. And I say that also as being a person that, you know, just went to a funeral um, for somebody that was 91 years old. And, you know, when you hear some of these people talk, you start to hear, you know, the regrets in their tone, you know, regrets in their, 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 when they share their stories, how they regret certain things in their childhood. So, you know, the easiest way not to live with that regret is to learn from the people around you and learn from, you know, me and Eddie telling you these, these different stories and scenarios on this podcast. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know how much else we got on that. Just, Mm -hmm. man, just don't allow your age to be used as an excuse. Yeah. I know you having fun, but in the midst of all that fun, don't get, it's almost like people get drunk off of, uh, the the life they're living, they get yeah. they get distracted by what they're doing, and because yeah. they're not being punished for their behavior, they don't recognize it as a problem. But that shit always ends, bro. The, that 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 free yeah. ride always. Because here's what's gonna happen too. I'm gonna cut you off. Mm-hmm. But there's gonna be a day where OnlyFans ends. Yeah. It, it, every major business that yeah, was hot, closed. they always, there was a time when LimeWire was at where everybody went to download free songs. That shit mm-hmm. ended. Napster, all mm-hmm. like, it's, OnlyFans is no different than things that come and go. Mm-hmm. So when they, when they demonetize mm-hmm. um, sex online or things like that, when that gets demonetized, you're going to have to snap into a reality. Yeah. And by the time you snap into that reality, and let's say, for example, you actually find an avenue that's non-sexual where you can make a lot of money doing it, whether it's, in, I don't know, advertising or whatever, podcasting or who knows what it is, right? By the time you do that and you look at all the stuff you've done, you're going to be like, damn, you're going to be like 38, 39 years old. Like, man, I did porn and now it's all over the internet and I wish it was gone. Yeah, now you're trying to get a regular job and... Somebody in one of the employees have seen your OnlyFans account. Yeah, and even if it, yeah, and somehow, and the fucked up thing is, you got to realize there, you know, there's been there was like a not, like a mini documentary of a bunch of different like porn sites and stuff that have been deleted due to lawsuits, like due to girls like reporting you know bullying or whatever, and they they literally deleted these companies, right? But the content is still out there. Mm-hmm. So these girls that at, like reported like you know abuse or bullying or revenge porn, revenge porn, whatever, mm-hmm. like the content or the website was taken down, but they have no control over where the content, if it was downloaded, where it's at. That shit mm-hmm. is still on the internet. Yeah, it's always gonna be there. Yeah, man, that's the scary part. Mm-hmm. You got anything? Yeah, you know if that whack ass Ray J tape is out. Yeah, that shit's <laughs> still out. Now what I was gonna say earlier was like. The, the the important part of this conversation, too, is that people are starting their careers younger and younger, right? Mm. So you're seeing now, uh, I was just at a, uh, at a repass, and um, my girlfriend's, uh, one of her cousins, uh, her cousin's husbands, was, uh, he was talking to me, and he was showing me um, some of his kids was playing football. And they're young. They, I don't know how old they are, but they were. Um, it was some uh, some camp in in Houston, and they had one on one drills for the defensive linemen, and then they had one on one drills for the cornerbacks uh, and the receivers and stuff like that. And these are like little kids. Like I don't. They probably fifth grade, sixth grade, or something like that. And uh, I was just telling them, I was like, "Yo, this is like when I was coming up. We didn't have 
like the camps like this, like the the football cycle or the 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 time you start football now, especially with flag football. They're still playing tackle football young, but you know, with the flag football and everything else, um, and the camps and the the training and stuff that a lot of these kids are putting in, you know, they're like setting themselves up to be the you know the next you know future NFL stars. Right. Whereas when we had off time, we was just playing with our friends or walking across Bakersfield or catching a bus or something like that. Like now these kids are like training and setting themselves up like professional athletes year round. So um, that's just football. But in every aspect, I was just looking on YouTube and I was looking up like, you know, some like um, audition information on YouTube. And uh, this girl made a video and she was like, this is how I hold auditions. This is how I cast my my people and this girl, she was probably like in junior high. You wow. know what I mean? Already shooting films and auditioning people. So I'm like, yo, like you that that person, like I said, that wants to get up at 35 years old and say, like, man, I want to make a rap album. It's somebody 10 years old it's that's dead. like working every day making beats. And we've seen it online, a little white kid that be producing and recreating beats and stuff like that. Like these kids are younger and younger. And um, you know. So that should be your motivation to not try to, you know, spend your 20s just having fun. Like, spend your 20s, like, having fun, but also spend your 20s um, working towards something. Because you don't want to be that person that that gets left behind at 30 years old, you know, trying to, still trying to make it. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. Don't be that guy, mm-hmm. you know, because by then, you know, there's going to be, technology is going to keep shifting. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't want to be the guy that's like in your late 30s. It's like, hey, man, I'm about to go pass out some mixtapes. And it's like, brother, nobody does that. <laughs> yeah. Technology going to yeah. leave you. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go try to bootleg some DVDs and sell them. Ain't yeah. nobody anybody doing that no more, brother. Yeah. 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 You got to get with the time, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, um, looks like we made it to the end of this one. Um, oh, I was about to forget all the socials. Mm-hmm. Head on down to a truckersmind.com for merch. Mm-hmm. Head on down to a, a underscore truckers mind underscore podcast on social media to follow us on uh, Instagram. Uh, head to ATM pod for a friendly donation. And also head over to our YouTube at a truckers mind podcast. Okay. Now, if you made it to the end of this episode, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a truckers mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. We're out of here. Peace.